information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. All information, content, and materials available on this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Cultiva Law. Now, without further ado, here are your exquisite esquires, Mio Asami and Fabiola Jimenez. What up, squad? squad? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are back with your lovely ladies for another amazing show. Because guess what? We're talking about Mm-mm. drugs. <laughs> I mean, don't we always? I mean, don't we always talk about drugs, I guess? I mean, we're big supporters of that community, so lovely. Um, but actually, today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, drugs that we don't deal with on a day-to-day basis. True. But... Um, still kind of wanted to, yeah, still kind of in a gray area in the sense of like, it's not legal in most places, but still used for what we're going to talk about. Exactly. Exactly. So obviously, um, cannabis is like on the up and up and these, I think as the trajectory keeps going the way that it's going with more people being a little bit open to like, what is actual drug use? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? What does it mean when it's bad or good? Um, so I, I think these particular um, drugs that we're going to be talking about um, are going to be a really good example of, of what that is, and, and I think kind of where we're going. And it's hopefully it's a, where we're going. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we're going. And it's a little trippy. People, we're going to start talking about them. And you're like, what? It's crazy. Um, I definitely did that when I was at a rave once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Nonetheless, we want to give a little bit more education on this, talk about it, and you know, and see where it goes. But what is our weekly word, Mio? So our weekly word today is biopharmaceutical. Oh, fancy. And so the definition officially of biopharmaceutical is a pharmaceutical derived from biological sources, especially one produced by biotechnology. So this isn't to be confused with regular pharmaceuticals. Oh. And the reason is because biopharmaceuticals are made from things like Bacteria, yeast, mammalian yeast? cells, stuff oh like that. Goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, whereas, sounds dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Everything sounds dirty. Everything sounds dirty to me. It's on a Friday. Oh, God. Um, but regular pharmaceuticals are just made with components that are oh, lab see. made. Okay. So okay. chemical synthesis, all that good stuff. So. And truly, truly, the only thing when I think about when I'm thinking about biopharmaceuticals, that one <laughs> fucking dude, Martin Shrikely, Shrikely oh, right. <laughs> was like, oh, here, I'm going to just price gouge everybody because I'm a rich entitled fuck. And now he's fucked. So. Now he's in Yale. Yeah. He's now in he's Yale. In Yale. <laughs> he's, in, he's in jail. <laughs> and the government had to sell off the Wu-Tang Clan album. Yeah. Fucking asshole. That's why. That's why. Absolutely, absolutely useless. But they're like, we're gonna fucking do this out of principle. Fuck you and your stupid album. Sorry, Boutine Clan is a shit, but yeah. I'm sorry, out of principle. I was quite upset about yeah, that one. That was upsetting. But yeah, so yeah, fuck that dude. Anyways, so all right, let's let's talk about with street drugs, street drugs to pharmaceuticals. I yeah. mean, this is this is wild to think that what we're gonna be talking about were actual things that were coming in from the doctor's offices. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now it's like, I'm going to get fucking wild. Right. I'm going to get wild. So, Mia, talk to me a little bit about our first topic that we're going to discuss, MDMA. What is that? MDMA. It's a drug for all of you. It's Molly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> for all y'all who don't know or are not part of the rave, the rave culture. Community. Yeah, which I heavily was and still kind of am. I did a one-time um, thing. It wasn't for me. <laughs> I definitely wore too much clothes. And I felt naked. I had a and really like, oh, long gosh. raper stint where I started when I was 16 and I went oh up God. until I was like, what, 27? Shut the <laughs> hell up. Oh, my God. 
Dude, I saw my first set of pasties, and I was like, you know what? This isn't this yeah. isn't for me. Yeah. I can't. That's also can't a relatively new thing. I feel like it started oh, in like really? 2010, 2012-ish. Oh, really? Back when I was like 16 and starting to uh-huh. rave, uh-huh. they were not pasties. People were just there to get fucked up and listen to trance. Like that's what it was, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and I love music. music. I love those interactive adventures for sure. But like, I saw like one too many <laughs> titties just. Yeah. floating about <laughs> on people's heads bopping and shit and I was like you know what I just I, there's like just too much happening I'm not I'm way too sober I yeah. I don't yeah. like this there's people are trying to touch me like in a very friendly yeah, loving no, way like I never felt any like weird and as soon as you said yeah. I'm not interested they just moved on and we're like licking ass on the next it's person all, yeah you know, it's, it's all about like, plural life guys it's a blur life for sure <laughs> oh wait is that what you said blur plur Plur. It's a uh, peace, love, unity, and respect. Gosh, see how I'm not part of this rape community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say blur because the whole fucking night was a blur, and I had like color in my hair and shit. That's all I remember. So, wow. so anyway, so yeah, MDMA, huge part of the rave culture, was um, also known as Molly. Um, it MDMA for anybody wondering yeah, stands like, for kind of a, a long word. Uh, so it's three four methylene dioxymethamphetamine. And that's all one word. That's all one word. One word. Yeah. So that's Gross. it's a mouthful. Yes. So Molly's MDMA better. short. Yeah. So MDMA for short. <laughs> yeah. So what does it do? I, I mean, um, I mean, most people know. Obviously, you take it as a party drug. So like, but what, what do you yeah. feel? What, what what does it do? Well, actually, before before we even get into what it does, I'm gonna talk. I want to kind of want to talk about how it came about. Ooh, yeah. Me. Tell me. Yes. Yes. Because this kind of has me. a crazy, not crazy, but it's it's kind of an interesting history where it was developed in 1912 by Germans. And then, interesting. Interesting. And then you jump forward maybe like 40 years and the CIA comes in and it's like, you know what? We got this thing called Project MK Ultra. Oh, we going to use we going to use MDMA in Project MK Ultra. Look. So they experimented wow. heavily wow. with MDMA. Okay. And then okay. Fast forward another 30 years in 1985, they're like, DEA is like, uh-uh, no, MDMA is not. It's too, it's too fun. It's not okay. It's too fun. We gotta be the party poopers once again. We're making it illegal. I ha- Why do I have a feeling that some guy named Dale was one of them? <laughs> Dildon. Dildon. Like kind of yeah. fucking express. Dildon was like, I can't. I don't agree with this. <laughs> But yeah, so that's kind of the history, and it's been illegal since 85, um, and that's kind of where we're at. I mean, those of you that were in D.A.R.E., the D.A.R.E. program, that was like- I do remember D.A.R.E. My era, that was like my era. That was my time yeah. also, yeah. And uh, I remember learning that ecstasy, which is also, a, has kind of MDMA in it, um, ecstasy was originally like a diet pill, or they wanted to use it like a diet pill. <laughs> Because it's like an extreme upper and it makes you sweat balls. And they're like, oh, my God, diet. And then they were like, no, wait, but this is really addictive. (laughs) I was going to say, well, that explains why they were so comfortable wearing pasties. Yeah. Both men and women. No, absolutely. It's like, you look great. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone looks great. Everyone looks great. great. So anyway, so yeah, so let's talk about why that happened. Yeah. So the effects. It's too much fun, right? That's what it is. Yeah, so what does it do? Right. (laughs) Obviously, if you've never been to rave, it's a clusterfuck of sensory uh, shit. And, you know, Molly isn't just... You can take it whenever you want, right. really. True. But true, true, true. typically used in a party rave setting where everyone's hat, everyone's close together, mm-hmm. everyone's mm-hmm. partying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's because, according to the National Institute on Drug Abuse and the plethora of people around me, 
<laughs> including myself. Minus me. Uh, shit, I'm kind of boring. This now. was the past. Don't cover me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are adults now. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Um, the effects of MDMA are like enhanced sense of well-being, increased extroversion, which, duh, you're It'll at a party. Totally do that. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's be real. Um, emotional warmth. So everybody's all lovey-dovey, which is also markedly <laughs> a sign of when someone's clearly rolling. True. So, yeah, when you're high on MDMA, for the, uh, again, for those of you who don't know, you call it rolling. Um, oh, that explains that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Um, and then you also have empathy towards others, a willingness a willingness to discuss emotionally charged memories, which I'll get to more later. Um, and a lot of people also report having an enhanced sensory perception. So everything's just like dialed to 11. I see. Like the sights, that's why you have like infraction glasses at raves and they sell those where it's like all the lights are fucking pretty mm-hmm. and the laser shows mm-hmm. and the gloves. I get the gloves. All, all the gloves. That. All of that. The gloves are entertaining because have ADD, so it was quite, <laughs> it was quite beautiful. <laughs> it's all due to that enhanced sensory perception, you know? Um, and so the way that it works in the brain is that it in- increases serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine levels. Oh shit, all um, the good stuff. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so all the good stuff. All the feel-good stuff the feel good is stuff. like on a fucking, it's just, your brain's just like producing a shit ton of it. <laughs> and then it also blocks the reuptake of it. So that's just like freebasing in your fucking brain. <laughs> it's just Jeez. like, oh it's God. just all abundant up in there. And you're just like, fuck it. You're just so happy. <laughs> You're just living life. You're just fuck yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly why trans is my favorite. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so those are the kind of good effects. Okay, what are the bad stuff? That's why happens? people use it. Yeah, the I, bad stuff was why. Inevitably, like, I got to talk about the bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. What, what, I mean, do people, can people die from Molly? Technically, yes, okay. but not directly from like that from taking it. Itself. It's, it, oh, I they see. die from like the side effects. Of gotcha. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Okay. okay. So, um, fatal odor- overdoses are extremely rare, um, but they do cause things like high blood pressure, faintness, panic attacks, loss of consciousness, or seizures in really severe cases. Um, and most overdoses happen because of a rise in body temperature. Oh, interesting. Also given that on top of the fact that you're taking it in a party setting, it's like you're already really hot and you're surrounded by people and your body temperature is rising. That's why a lot of raves also say you see a lot of raves at fest- and music festivals that they're like hashtag stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. why. They know y'all are rolling. So drink all that water. water. Yeah. To I help alleviate those symptoms. And actually, I, I also used to hear stories of people going to the hospital because they think they're ODing on Molly, but really they're just like Hi. freaking out. Yeah, oh, they're, okay, just yeah. they're just out, okay. and they're like, and the, the nurses are like, "You're you're fine. You're just you're just really high." Dude, and people people respond so fucking differently. So I'm like, so like, you get I, I, I can't tell you who this person was, but just know it's a person of a person that I know <laughs> took one hit of weed oh, of, right. of a weed. It just oh, that's one, right. Homegirl fucking bounced from One the condo. One hit of weed. Was from a weed. Homegirl bounced from the condo. Was like she just ran. She was like so. She was tripping out. It was too much. There was like too much. Was like, that was like the smallest hit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like the fuck. Like really. Yeah. Like really. Baby hit. Baby hit. Baby. And she's fucking. Yeah. Bonkers. It was, it was fucking dark outside. I was like, great. We're going to have the, we have this fucking old white lady running the fucking streets. Uh, that's two exactly, Mexicans that's are chasing exactly, after That's her. exactly what the I fuck? want in the streets. I want a high Karen in the streets. That's going to be being chased freaking by two fucking Mexicans. havoc everywhere. 
Being chased by two fucking Mexicans. Do you know the risk that we were under? Do you know like? Do you know how close we were to being arrested? It was wild. We were in the fucking Queen Anne neighborhood, and this lady's walking oh out God. of this fucking very nice house, and these two <laughs> random as Mexicans are chasing after her to come back. And I was like, it was just people, weed, people, right? I, people might have thought that you were like kidnapping this. They Karen. probably thought I did. They're like, like oh God, they kidnapped uh, Karen. Oh my God, shit. Here oh we, we go. We got to do. No, it's so, okay. We're people all good. do trip out. People yeah, trip out on the weirdest things as soon as their body starts feeling something yeah. not usual, right? they do lose their mind. Right. So that makes sense. And so MDMA also does result in a hangover. Um, oh, it does. It, it, oh, it sure. does. Okay. Okay. And it has a usually a one-day delay, so they call it bl- Monday, Monday blues. Um, but then if you take multiple tablets in a single setting, so like say Saturday night you're at a rave mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what, I'm going to take it 8 p.m. and you're like rolling and then it lasts for a while, but then you kind of feel it dying down, so you take another one. Um, then your hangover is typically going to be have a two-day delay, and oh, so wow. it's called Tuesday Blues or Suicide Tuesdays where oh. it's like you have just, just downer. super downer because all That's of your nice. serotonin is depleted. All of your reuptake, your reuptake fucking enzymes or cells or whatever are like eating up all of the serotonin and the dopamine and all mm-hmm, of that shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as much as they can. And there's no more. And then you have nothing in your brain. So um, that makes sense. So, yeah, it sense. results in like a severe, like super down, <laughs> just a, just a huge Debbie Downer. <laughs> it's just no fun. <laughs> do, do you think do you think it would be countered like, you know, when you get drunk? Mm hmm. And you stay hydrated, mm-hmm. like staying hydrated. You think that'll help kind of keep the um, It doesn't apparently. Oh, so according to um, there's this researcher at like George Washington Medical University or whatever, yeah. um, and he was like, "No, there's really no way to prevent this because it's it's just like a chemical imbalance that you're causing in your brain. So like unless you, so they do." Um, According to the street people, you, if you take like 5-HTP, which helps you, um, it's like a precursor to serotonin. Oh, okay. So okay. it helps you produce more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a natural like plant that's from like Africa or something. That um, <laughs> So a lot of people take 5-HTP uh, after they rave to prevent Interesting. it. Yeah. Interesting. So like, unless you like chemically alter your brain somehow, you just can't. You can't do it. I'm, I'm quite impressed. If you're like at the level, like I got to alter my chemical brain. Like, <laughs> you know what? Work I'm just going to you know Respect. <laughs> my hat to you, sir. Respect. <laughs> All right. So now that we've talked about the So that's MDMA. Yeah, that's like, what it is. But what's, what are the medicinal like uses for MDA? So MDA. typically, well, well, primarily Molly. Molly. Yeah, MDMA, Molly. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's more used for treating PTSD and alleviating PTSD symptoms. Um they have, um, so currently about like 3.5% of adults experience PTSD or have PTSD, mm-hmm. and that's just reportedly, so it could actually be more. I used to say that when I talk about psychological statistics because mm-hmm. most of these are self-reported. So um, anyway, uh, so yeah, they're using it for PTSD. And do you remember back when I said that MDMA it helps your, it increases your willingness to discuss emotionally charged memories? Yes. <laughs> And what does PTSD result from? Oh, emotionally charged memories? Oh, got it. Okay. That makes fucking sense. (laughs) So um, 
experts have found that when people with PTSD are given a certain amount of MDMA in a clinical setting, of course, um, it helps them open up and talk about their events so that they can better work through that trauma. Because that's really the only way to, I mean, you can take, there's drugs out there that help like alleviate symptoms of PTSD, uh -huh. but really PTSD comes in the form of like, you have flashbacks of that like traumatic event, right? Yeah. And the only way to really work through that is to talk about it. And so yeah, um, it, yeah. Molly, yeah, and process it. Exactly. And so Molly helps them do that. Mm. Um, the entire MDMA-assisted therapy is a, is, it's a it's a whole thing. It's a process. Uh, it takes around two to three sessions over um, 12 weeks. So it's like two to three sessions a week over 12 weeks. That's a lot of sessions. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's of but that's what it takes, apparently. Um, and it, so what happens is that the therapist will administer a 125-gram dose mm -hmm. in a pill form. You swallow it. It's not like the street drug where it comes in a powder form that you're rubbing it into your gums. It's a pill. <laughs> um, and so they give that pill to you. Um, and then sometimes, like two hours afterwards, if your therapist was like, you know what, we didn't work through that much today. I'll give you another half dose. Um, they give that on the spot. So it's not like a pill, like a prescription drug that you take home. It's just, oh, it's just like, a, we're here, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So we're going to work through it as the effects are happening right now. And we can talk about your trauma kind of thing. And so that's why, um, so it, it, the, these clinical trials actually have really good results. Yeah. Um, yeah. there was one study that had like 67% of people reported that they don't have, um, they no longer meet the criteria for PTSD in the DSM-5R. Wow, so, wow. Um, um, and that was after a year that they finished the MDMA assisted therapy. So it's got, it's got good results. It's really, wow. yeah, this clinical stuff is helping to kind of alleviate these PTSD symptoms. And, um, because of those great results, the FDA, that good old, good old FDA, good old federal regulations, man. Our best friends at the federal government. Our BFFs. For life. They, um, they actually did something good for once, and they granted MDMA assisted therapy um, expanded access status, which means that uh, mental health professionals can give this drug to certain people who have really severe forms of PTSD mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. uh, without a cl clinical trial. So they can start this therapy and they can get Molly from their therapist without having to oh. go through the entire trial or that specific therapist sure. has to go through that trial thing. So oh, um, we'll yeah. get it from some chick at the rave that's asking you if you know Molly. That was my first but also, time. But also we all know that like, like this is like the prime, um, well, not the prime, but like one of the arguments against like street drugs is that it's cut with shit, you know? And like, oh, for sure. If you got pure, you're not that going, I know what that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, not, not that I know what purity standards are or drug amounts for any sort of particular reason. Um, Don't come for me. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, right. That's, that's the super unknown. Like, and that's, that's what you're paying a premium. It sucks that we are paying a premium when we're buying yeah. cannabis that yeah. we tell stories, you know, like, fucking sucks yeah but at the end Fear of the day i go no into pesticides yeah no i go into a clean shits. A clean store i i know what i'm getting i know where it's coming from right so people can talk to me about like what well, strain is going to be working for me for right. x y and z like right i'm not meeting some i'm not meeting dale in the fucking alley <laughs> you know what i mean dale like, dale. Oh God, you don't know what fucking smell like pee here but you know what dale's this is dale's corner i, <laughs> I have no other place to go I can't leave him now. I have he to just be has here. a sign, Dale's Corner. Dale's Corner in the alley. <laughs> it's not even a fucking corner. It's, it's not even a corner. It's like the alley. It's like, like, okay, one of us is doing too much weed. Don't know who it is. 
Doing weed. <laughs> doing weed. Doing weed. Please. But yeah, I mean, oh, that, that's God. that's the real facts is that when you're when you're getting drugs out on the street, you just don't know what you're getting. Yeah. And so you might think it's Molly, but it's going to be cut with who knows what. Yeah. Or doing whatever to your body or yeah. it's come from who knows where. So, yeah. And actually, um, so Molly that. is, at least right now, mm-hmm. is cheaper than a lot of pharmaceutical like pills that are on the market right now that are administered to treat PTSD. I see. I see. So they're like. It's a fucking win-win, man. And you, I, I think my theory when it comes to stuff like that is that it's when you're talking about PTSD. What's the what's the first thing you think of? You're thinking about army vets. Yeah, you're thinking about absolutely. you know military and who's paying a premium for anything military related, right? And so um, that is real shitty that we're probably gouging yeah. the solution for our veterans. Yeah. Um, but having Molly be at this stage and be affordable, I'm afraid that it's gonna be like the way of any other pharmaceutical that does yeah. well is some greedy motherfucker is going to get like Martin is going to get <laughs> their hands on it and yeah. you know price gouge that yeah. as well and yeah. so it's so it's going to be interesting I mean I hope we can keep it the way that it is but I'm really glad and, and it's it's awesome to hear about all the good positive side effects yeah that. so yeah that's awesome yeah so that's I mean that's that's MDMA and PTSD Sweet. I mean I could talk about Molly for hours but you know, yes. So th- I need some money for that. <laughs> <laughs> we need another episode totally yeah. for that. But um, anyway, so Fabi, that was yeah. my two points on MDMA and going from street to pharma. Yeah. You want to tell me about good old ketamine? Ooh, <laughs> yes. I'd love to, girl. I'd love to. I'd love to. All right. So ketamine is a fucking horse tranquilizer Hell from like yes. the 1960s, yo. It was also um, used at raves. Yeah. It, it also used at raves. Yeah. Can you imagine getting a shot of ketamine in your, in your butt cheek? <laughs> At the rave. <laughs> yes, I actually can't see that happening and going quite well, actually. So, but so, so <laughs> ketamine, ketamine started off as anesthesia for, for animals in the 1960s, like in Belgium. And then mm-hmm. um, the FDA went ahead, I'm sorry, in the 1930s in Belgium, and in the 1960s, the FDA was like, Okay, humans can use it for whatever fucking reason because yeah. it's the 60s and everyone was high anyways. Um, so <laughs> also facts. Also facts. Also facts. Um, but it was all experimental, right? So the FDA was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. And mainly because the very, very um, – the, the powerful effects of ketamine is that it's like an antidepressant and it keeps suicidal thoughts at bay, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. – Absolutely wild. That's just absolutely prime, wild. So like, that's prime as I was, right now. Yeah, as I was reading through, as I was reading through and, and doing research, I mean, there was like tons and tons of studies and examples of people that were, um, you know, severely depressed. You mm-hmm. know, they had just come down from a suicide, suicidal attempt. They were given a shot of ketamine and they were just like chilling for the next nine months. And they yeah. were, you know, obviously they were visiting and making sure that they were okay, but. They reported like not having one suicidal thought in nine which months. Which is insane. Which is absolutely, absolutely wild. insane. Absolutely wild. Um, and so, um, with all of that, there's actually an FDA approved medication that is taking up the nose, isn't a nasal spray. <laughs> <laughs> not the other way. Um, but it's, 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 it's. I mean, you could, but. You could, but you shouldn't. I don't know. Personally, can you suck in air? I mean, I'm sure you could. You could. <laughs> Speaking of the different ways to injustice, yes, you can actually do that. Can you like, um, queef it up or something? You could queef it up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Our, uh, our sound engineer is cringing. Our sound engineer and Canisaur is, it is, is looking at me like, what the fuck? That's what you get for hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, 
Sorry, can I interrupt? Yeah, sorry. Do, you, is, um, do you know if ketamine's addictive? My assumption is Ket- addictive. Ketamine is addictive, and, and I'll tell you why. So it does all why? this weird shit where it, I mean, it is specifically geared towards depressed people. Yeah. But you have to have been so depressed that other methods don't work. Mm-hmm. So antidepressants don't work. In some cases, you have to go through two failed medication attempts before you're granted oh, okay. the opportunity to try ketamine. Um, but the reason why... Um, it's now a street drug is because <laughs> it's because it does exactly that. It gives you like an out of body experience. So you're like not in your like you're not in you're not you. Yeah. Like it totally can transform you to a wholly different location. And so um it's, it's almost as if people are addicted to being happy. It's freaking weird. It's weird. People like being happy. What it's the fuck? Strange. What a concept. Oh, yeah. It's very, very, very strange. Very strange that people want to do that. But yeah, but it, 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 it's called like a number of things. My favorite name that they call this special K. Oh, I my God. Yeah. Um, it's not very good, but yes. But they call this special special K. The, it creates an alternative reality. It was like the over and over and over and over um, again, descriptive of what ketamine yeah. does to you, which yeah. is like, wow. But it only lasts for about two hours or so. Oh, okay. Um, and one thing that you have to also be very careful of is because it creates an out-of-body situation, like people reported like high blood pressure. Um, they reported unconsciousness. Um, they, they reported um, also the ability of ketamine to be used as a date rape drug oh yeah because it it puts people in an altered state where they really just don't remember so that's so that's really the the kind of scary part um but ketamine can be swallowed snorted or injected Mm -hmm. um kind of whatever you want to do it normally (laughs) normally when when we're dealing like this from the medicinal standpoint they just stab you with it you know because i mean i don't know i don't know how cool it would be like it's like hey doctor can i get another hit and you just snort the shit off your doctor's (laughs) desk like i don't know i think that might be weird right i think he might be a little put off here he might be a little turned off by the whole idea we'll just we'll just we'll just yeah medically induce it yeah injection style per (laughs) use like everything they do yeah per use like everything else yeah um, but yeah, so that's so that's what it does. So it's kind of crazy. So it's, so for the exact same reason that it's so good is the exact same reason why it's so bad. Right. It's an altered right. body, but the effects are long lasting and they can be used for therapeutic purposes. Mm-hmm. So like, so once you start on your ketamine regimen, mm-hmm. you actually get tapered off. So you might get two doses for two weeks, and that's for two two doses two times a week for two weeks and then you'll be leaned off to like one dose every two to four weeks and then you'll do like one dose every two to three months. So I mean that's kind of like how they do um, like aren't there like meth and heroin rehabs that do that too? Yeah. They They taper you and then they yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, So like methadone is a really good example right? So like you go to the clinic they administer it to you kind of chill there for a minute right? and as you're coming down it just gets to the point where it's you just don't need it anymore. Right. But that's if you're right. And I think I, I, I'm the one that brought it up, but that's also if you're addicted to meth and heroin, right. which is a method, but ketamine right. in this case is for, you're not addicted to it. You're just using it to treat depression. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think you can get addicted to anything, right? And yeah. so just like any other Everything in moderation, drug, y'all. Like- yeah. Anything in moderation. <laughs> and, the, and the thing, and that's the best way to describe ketamine in this particular sense, because um, there are actually clinics. You can Google ketamine clinics oh, and you shit. can go even here in Washington. You yeah. can find a, a clinic 
that can give you ketamine therapy. And so when Heck they're yeah. doing that, because the the effects last two hours, mm -hmm. uh, you go into your, the clinic, they provide you with a therapeutic dose, and you just chill there for two hours. Like, they just watch you. Right. They just, right. Well, right. The fuck so it's like clinically administered. Clinically administered. No danger of abuse safe because facility. you don't take it Yeah, home. exactly. All that stuff. And they just chill with you until yeah. you don't need it. And it either gets you, you work through what you need to work through. Yeah. Um, or you come back and then we do it again. But, you know, they're not, <laughs> they're, they're trying not to send you with, with, with ketamine to go home yeah but there are some doctors that are like well if you're between your what they call quote-unquote infusions when they stab you with mm -hmm. it if you're between infusions they might send you home with like a lozenge oh okay to kind of keep your shit together yeah. in between your doses at right. the clinic um but that's really like the only real way that they're truly trying to limit ketamine out mm -hmm. of the facilities so Got it. um and the popularity of ketamine is increasing there is a particular <laughs> clinic which picked a fucking fabulous name <laughs> field trip the field trip <laughs> clinic <laughs> yes you heard that right field trip clinic going on a field trip going on to field trip, trip at field trip exactly <laughs> Exactly. So homies at Field Trip <laughs> created this this ketamine therapy clinic, which is bougie as fuck, by the way. It's not oh, you're not bet. walking into some like weird ass. You don't come up with the name Field Trip for nothing, man. But absolutely. You gotta nothing. be they bougie exactly about it. Yeah. And so the, right now they're operating in the U.S. and Canada. So oh the shit. Canadian okay. Also okay. Open to this. Um, but they have currently six locations. They're trying to expand to like 29 locations by the end of this year. Oh wow. And like 75 within you know by 2024 so nice. like so the the projection is fucking crazy i think the demand is there mm -hmm, um, absolutely and as do you have any idea how many people are fucking depressed yeah are you joking? i'm fucking depressed yeah I'm depressed as yeah. we're sitting here yeah um but yeah like that's that's a really good example of like where we're going with ketamine and yeah. the more that it's being understood and the more that we're really understanding these benefits and mm -hmm. how it's used and I, I think we're we're on this like very. I wonder different... if it's like if it is it something where it's like you can only use it for people with severe depression, or can yeah. you like reduce the dosage for people with like milder depression? So as of right now, just because the it does have pretty severe psychedelic effects, yeah, and you do have to be monitored. That makes sense. Like that makes sense. Yeah, that they're like you know. <laughs> you gotta be like real, real like down, real, down really there. down. Like you, yeah. you to the point where you're, you when you are suicidal. Yeah. Like they're like okay, we, we obviously whatever yeah. we have done up to this point hasn't fixed it right. or hasn't aided it, and so right. like so you do have to. In some instances, like I mentioned earlier, you have to fail mm -hmm. a multiple number right. of medications before you can even try it, just because it's right. so powerful right. and it is so long lasting. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I, I think as technology evolves and, and we get a better understanding of what this really is doing to the brain chemistry and, and when we get a little bit more confident, I actually wouldn't be surprised if some of our antidepressants are ketamine. Yeah, or but have some, something some else, dosage or some of it ketamine in it. In yeah. it yeah, to help us you know, move forward. So, yeah. so it's going to be really interesting. But ketamine is like on the up and up and it's it's coming in hot. So I say. Which like awesome. Ketazoloft or something. I would not be surprised. Oh my God. Trademark. That's ours. Tra <laughs> That's ours. Calling it right now. No, calling it right now. Try to sell our shit. We'll fight you. <laughs> and sue you. Ketaprozac. Just put Ket on everything. Ketaprozac. Ketaprozac. Genius. Absolutely genius. We just, we just, Who would have thought? We need to buy those domain names now. <laughs> Love it. Don't yeah. do that. That's squatting. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but it's, so it is absolutely crazy to to hear of Molly and ketamine mm -hmm. that are quote unquote synonymous with raves. Let's raves be real with raves. and out of body experiences. Yeah. 
to hear Trippin'. about the actual yeah. positive, awesome side yeah. effects that they do have. Who would have thought that drugs could do that? <laughs> weird how drugs can affect your brain chemistry. It's so strange. So strange. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, something that makes you feel good. God, how could that possibly ever be used to help you feel happier? <laughs> I don't know. God damn it. I, I wish there was a natural plant that oh, also right. helped right. alleviate anxiety. How do I do a weed? How do I do a weed? How do I do? My name is Karen. How do I do a weed? How do I do? <laughs> my name's Karen. My name's Karen. My and name I'm her best Gia. friend, Patty. My name's Gia. I want to do a weed. <laughs> if you don't know where that's from, don't fucking talk yeah, to me. Yeah, don't come for me. Come for me, but don't fucking talk no, to me. Don't come for me. Don't, don't fucking talk to me. At the office all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you know what I haven't said in a while? No. No. We were so close, everyone. We were so close. Cut the check. She started. MDMA and ketamine. Cut the check. She just started. Now it just won't stop. All right, I think that's the end of our show. Everyone. No. So now it's time for our. Yeah, that's the end of at least the end of actual our show, but. Not the end of our our uh, show show our show show because we have our strain of choice, choice. and we got our resident connoisseur in today. Yes. Yeah. So, Chris, let us know what our strain of choice is. Thanks, me and Fabi. Hey guys, this is Chris here. You guys might recognize my voice from episodes such as Total THC, as well as the Social Equity Programs, our four-part series in which we covered social equity and the truth around the United States. I am here today because I have a love for all things cannabis, and I would love to give you guys a great strain report today. Today's strain is runts. Now, there's a lot of runts out there. There's the white runts, the purple runts, uh, banana runts. I'm sure there's hundreds of others I'm not even thinking of. But today, we're talking about the OG, the original runts that came through the Cookies crew. Now, this strain got a lot of us through lockdown in 2020, so much so that it actually was awarded strain of the year by Leafly. It's a balanced hybrid with relaxing and euphoric feelings, moving down through the body until eventually ending in a nice relaxation and a smile. This is not a strain that produces much of a couch lock effect, so it's good for a nice walk, chatting with friends, or gaming. Specific cultivar is a mix of Skittles and Gelato number 33, which happens to be my favorite gelato. What's great is the terpene profile that runs is actually reminiscent of gelato, but with an extra fruity kick. So that's pretty nice. It's no surprise that this is another winner coming from this group. But this one really knocked it out of the park, more so than a couple others that have been created. Uh, of course, this is available at most recreational stores on the West Coast. If you can try it for yourself, drop us a comment on our Instagram and let us know what you think. We're going to start with the appearance here. Now, first, this is a large calyx structure bud, which means it has big, fat, fat swollen calyxes. So... Think of OG strains. They look very knobby. Uh, this one is uh, very purple with a couple hints of green here and there in the stem. Uh, the color is definitely lightened by all the trichomes that are surrounding it. It's a frosty bud. Beautiful hairs. It gives the flower an appearance of, you know, just every color in the spectrum that you can think of. It definitely has bag appeal. I'm, the frostiness on here is just wild. It smells... I'd say like a mix of candy, uh, but with an undertone of like a sandalwood, earth, and uh, a little bit of incense in the background. So it's an interesting funk. I really like it. It really reminds me of gelato, as I said. I really can't get enough of smelling it. So on to the taste. Um, due to the presence of quite a bit of carophylline, um, it does help with the mood quite a bit. Uh, 
side note is that the terpene beta-carophyllene is shown in reports to boost anatomine in the brain, which is a feel-good chemical. So not just the cannabis that makes you feel good. Secondary in here is uh, we got a little bit of limonene, some myrcene, and linalool. So you got a lot of floral, berry, citrus kind of mix. Um, and in the background, to mellow it all out, is a hint of pinene, humulene with a touch of terpenol. So it's really just a great all-around profile. It's really something that, you know, anybody can enjoy. As far as potency goes, uh, realistically, you're looking at low to mid-20s. It's been reported higher, but you know how that goes. Uh, it's also been reported lower, and I think that all has to do with the grower behind it and the testing lab utilized. So uh, look for low to mid-20s. It's solid potency. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, definitely going to give you what you're looking for. Now, when we taste it, uh, when we inhale, uh, there's, there's, there's almost a creaminess to it, uh, notes of chocolate, a little bit of berry on the back end. Now with that, we've got a little bit of fruit funk in there, like I said, uh, balanced by a little bit of fuel in the background. It's a really nice blend of terpenes, kind of everything you're looking for in one flower. Each time you take a hit, you're going to taste something a little bit more nuanced. It's pretty pleasurable smoke. Um, as far as effects, it's, it's pretty calming, it's relaxing, but it's entertaining as well. It's not something that's going to lay you back in the couch and put you to sleep, but it's definitely a great way to unwind after a hard day's work. Uh, if you still got a few things to do, or if you want to go hang out with some friends. It's a great strain. It's one of my favorites, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. Look forward to doing more strain reviews in the future. And uh, like I said, if you tried this or any other ones that we do in the future, feel free to drop us uh, a comment here on our Instagram and let us know what you thought. Have a good one. Thank you. That sounds like a fucking doozy. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks Chris for sharing that I really appreciate it per usual always with the best with the best recommendations um, he's our house caster so I definitely ask I him all the fucking questions yeah I definitely ask him a bunch of questions tell me about this can you tell me what is this how do you feel about this why is this green <laughs> why is this green this is a little purpley this is a little purpley and kind of shiny is that is that okay is that normal this is weird is this kind of weed is this kind of weed <laughs> This kettle weed. Kettle weed. I'm smoking a kettle weed. I'm smoking a kettle weed today. <laughs> oh man, we'd be but, fucking hammered. Yeah, so anyway. fuck that. But yeah, so awesome. Thanks so much, you guys. You know, you can find us on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Fabia Cultiva Law and our Facebook cultivalaw.com. And I'm also on Instagram, Mio at Cultiva Law. Yeah, so just hit us up. Let us know if there's any questions that you have. Otherwise, we'll yeah, catch you on the next like, episode. Review and comment on our oh yeah, shit. review and comment on our shit. I guess we love seeing it. We do, and I get some really good DMs. Yeah. <laughs> so please keep those up. Keep those. You up. know who you are. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that. Or ma'am. Both. <laughs> and that is for our Molly and Ketamine episode. All right. So all right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.